Very unusual person. Our kitty cat's not too bad either. There's plenty of time for that. That's all right for you to say, but I've been confined to a spaceship for five months. J5-9, Doric 4-7. Get me the Pentagon. Red priority. You, you're a cat. He's the cat from outer space. You're serious? I'm serious. While you and I are talking this very minute, some slimy, green-headed, 12-legged creep could be crawling into the White House. You're trying to tell me that your little pussycat came from another planet, from another galaxy, in a spacecraft, and landed right here on Earth. We're up against genius. I gotta tell you something, pal. It's dumb. Very dumb. Ken Berry, McLean Stevenson. Now that's dumb. Holy cow. Sandy Duncan. It's a spacey comedy that'll boggle your mind. It is mind-boggling. The man who owns the secret of this device could control the universe. You are under arrest. And the pussycat, General. And the pussycat. He's got his paws on the power. The power that cat possesses is awesome. You betcha, Charlie. And if you know what's good for you, you'll land this thing and let Lucy Bell and Quiet. Me... Okay. Who's flying that plane? Walt Disney Productions, The Cat from Outer Space. I'm serious. Aha, folks. Uh, I'm here today to uh, celebrate what's going to happen this weekend. If you guys are listening to this right now on this Tuesday, um, this weekend, the, the Fleas and Flicks charity auction is happening 2023. Um, on the Facebook event page, this is um, in conjunction with the butcher shop and legion and all that good stuff and um all proceeds to that would go to south suburban humane society it's a no-kill shelter so to celebrate that i am doing <clears throat> excuse me a countdown to the fleas flicks charity auction in the form of these reviews of these uh lovely uh freaking disney movies i'm gonna talk about I've been, I've been thinking about doing these disney reviews for a while now and this is a perfect time to Jump into a few of these wonderful live-action Disney movies. Not, not not cartoon, but maybe maybe we'll do a cartoon one. I don't know. I'm kind of fond of Bolt quite a bit, and I'll, I will tell you why if we do it. The superhero dog, that's not a superhero. But um, today, t- tonight, or whatever time you're listening to this, uh, we're going to discuss The Cat from Outer Space from 1978. You heard the trailer before the pre- previous before the review started. Um... This is this is pretty fun. Get a six point oh on your IMDb. Um, your plain plot synopsis, and this is fine. Three scientists help an alien feline stranded on stranded on Earth to repair his damaged spacecraft in order to return home. But their efforts are hampered by an inept army by inept army officials and foreign spies. This is this is crazy. I I really enjoyed the hell out of this. I'm gonna get into the cast right now. Uh, Ken Berry, um, who 
may, may some of you may know um, from Mama's Family, he plays Vinton, the, the son of Mama's Family, but he's pretty much a comedy legend here, going back to like, I think like vaudeville days. So it's, it's, pretty, it's a pretty big deal. I, I enjoy him on there, and I enjoy him in this. Um, Sandy Duncan, a 1970s Sandy Duncan, is fucking adorable, by the way, and she is in this movie. Uh, Harry Morgan, who you may know as Colonel Potter from MASH, uh, plays uh, General General Stilton. I'm sorry, Ken Berry is Frank, and uh, Sandy, Sandy Duncan is Liz. Uh, Roddy McDowell shows up in this movie as uh, a real conniving bastard, and Mr. Stallwood, a really bum- real bumbling one, too, made it real fun. Um, McLean Stevenson uh, plays um, uh, Frank's friend and, and uh, chronic gambler Link. I, I have a good time with this character. Um, th- there's some other great names in here. James Hampton shows up in this. Uh, that you may know him is from The Longest Yard and is, is Teen Wolf's dad. Uh, he, he's in tons of stuff. He's no longer with us. I got to meet him one time and it was a really nice experience. But, um,. Get right in the meat and potatoes of this. Your director of this is Norman Tokar, who directed many of these these Disney animal pictures, um, including. Let's get to it right now. Uh, Candle Shoe. That's um the one with um Jodie Foster, I think, and a mule. Uh, he also d- directed the Apple Dumpling Gang, which is not an animal film. Uh, Where the Red Fern Grows is not a Disney one, but still, it's there. Uh, Snowball Express is a, a favorite of Suzanne's. There, there, there is more, y'all. Uh, the <laughs> the Doctrine, which we may, we may discuss in these uh, Savage Sam, which we'll direct, we'll discuss on the next episode. Um, yeah, he he worked a lot with Disney and and working in TV. The the, the Colgate Theater was a thing back back in the fifties, and he he did those and uh, Naked Naked City, Leave with the Beaver, did ninety three episodes of that. So he had a big um big directing credits here for this guy. It's stuff I've watched you know, over the years. Uh written by Ted Key, who who gave us Known for writing the Mr. Peabody and Sherman show uh recently. Uh created those two characters actually. Um uh, d- d- directed Gus, uh which is about the field field goal kicking mule, the million dollar duck for Disney. Uh a writer on the Rocky and Bullwinkle show, which let me tell you, um, gives him high street cred for me as a writer as it is, and it shows it shows the funness in this movie. But um, I, I'll tell you the the, the basic uh, rundown of this movie. Uh, Frank is a scientist who ha- happens to 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 find you know this 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 cat that that came out of nowhere. Well, it came from outer space. It's it set up in the beginning that he crash lands on Earth. His ship is in disrepair, and he needs to, to fix it in a small window so he can take off and go home. Um, Spielberg, did you watch this before you made E.T.? Because this is pretty much done without a gross-looking alien, but with a cat with a glowing collar that can make things levitate and stuff. Um, right down to the... I'll see. I'll discuss it in a couple of minutes. But anyway, they find each other. He discovers this cat can do these things. This cat can ta- talk to him the, through telepathy. Which is a, a nice angle to play because the cat's lips don't move. Obviously, he does things like you know tilts his head and sneezes, and they did this with a series of tricks and with treats and with uh, I think pepper, and um, to make the cat sneeze. Um, and and it's pretty brilliant that they're they're saying they're doing it telepath- telepathically, and um, it's a nice t- twist there. 
Anyway, they, they get together. They they do stuff like they break into the military facility that now has his, his spacecraft, and they repair it, and uh, they figure out that they need uh, a lot of gold to, to make this thing go. So <laughs> our friend uh, Frank here, he gets his friend Link, who's a degenerate gambler, like I said, and their their plan as a, as a side plot of this movie, it's a pretty good one too, is to gamble because the cat can move stuff with his mind. Uh, they they discover this when Frank's watching the football game with with, with Link, and he can, he can't miss the, he can't hit the field goal, or or Link is gonna lose his bet. So the cat manipulates the ball to 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 drop in front of the goalpost and. Yeah, they're they're gonna make some dough there. That that's it's, it's it's fun and you know blah 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 blah. You're introduced to Liz, who's um one of the scientists and love interest to Frank. Eventually, uh, she has a cat as well. There's a hilarious line that hopefully they can find and put in the front of this episode that uh <laughs> um that Jake. I'm sorry, Jake. The, Jake is the name of the cat. Jake the cat uh, is the the. the I guess the Anglo-sized name they give him in this movie, he has a whole other longer name that he mentions in the trailer. Um, makes a funny line to Liz's um, cat. It's, it's, it's pretty cool. Roderick Dahl, as I mentioned, plays a conniving person. This is a guy who um, who's trying to get the secrets of the cat and and, the, all, and giving it to... Because um, I'll tell you right now, people, this is so much fun. There's a character called Mr. Olympus in this movie. This guy is, is honest to God, a fucking supervillain. I didn't mention him, but his actor named William Prince, who who, um, who worked for a long time um, on TV, and um, he's in like uh, what, where is he at here? He plays in the Taking Beverly Hills, Stealing Lace, Second Sight, I'm Going Down, Spontaneous Combustion. Odds are you've seen him in stuff before if you're a fan of, of action in genre in general. He's in Shakedown, or if you're a fancy blue, blue jean cop. Vice versa, I've watched 50 times. Uh, but to, to go with the, the earlier roles, yeah, he, he, he worked a ton. He's in The Sting, too, unfortunately. That, that movie's not very good. But he plays this character called Mr. Olympus in this movie, and he's he he wants to use the cat for his own, you know, taking over the universe uh, needs. And he's just a crazy guy with a crazy beard um, who finds out that the power of the cat is in the collar because whenever the cat wants to do something, the collar glows. And uh, Harry Morgan plays the the, the crazy um, stalwart uh, general who wants to get the cat and. He's aware the cat can do things. Um, it's just a wacky movie where the military's after them, and the supervillain is after them. Um, pe- people would say that it's hour forty four minutes is too long for a movie like this. I, I think there's enough fun in here to to keep you in it for for the whole hour forty four. And I didn't think I'd go into a film called The Cat from Outer Space saying, "Wow, this is a." Uh, a, a damn enjoyable film. I'm just having a great time with it, but um, it's 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 really wild, and um, it's so 1978. I mean, there, there's a scene in the film that Spielberg just rips right off, no, right, right down to the the you know f- phoning home, really. But um, where where our hero Fra- Frank is. They, after they 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 go try to they, they fix the spacecraft to get the escape from the military facility the cat's in the sidecar he's on the motorcycle 
and there's all these army guys there, of course. So the cat has to levitate the, the motorcycle to fly over the fence. What does this sound like to you that came out a few years later? E.T., right? Yeah, so fuck you, Spielberg, you fucking hacky ass. Uh, <laughs> cat from outer space did it first, goddammit. I had no idea. Um, I don't want to go too far on this, but this is on Disney+. Plus. You, you guys can watch this. This, this is um fun. Um, Taglines include, Mysterious visitor with unknown powers on our planet for supplies. A six-pack of tuna? Um, yeah, I, I'll get into some, some of the trivia about the movie. Um, well, one of the fun things about it is that there's, there's, there was at least three cats on this set, and like four of the cast members, including Sandy Duncan, who spent a lot of time with this Persian white cat, the cat of hers, was terribly allergic to cats. And she said in an interview that her sister would had a cat and she would torture her with this cat. She had she had terrible hives throughout the production of this movie. So this is uh not not a great experience for her, but you know what? You would never tell on the screen because she's so fucking bubbly and so fucking adorable that you're like, Yeah, I'm 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 all in this man. I was Sandy Duncan. I, I would I'd wanna go on a date with her. She's very she's very adorable. Uh Jake the cat was played by two different cats and the fun thing about it is they're both they're, 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 they're two sisters, uh, Rumple and her sister Amber. I guess Rumple did a lot of the action stuff because it was more capable of doing that. But they were they were coaxed into doing different things with with um like different like treats and and stuff to get their attention and stuff. So it's not like it's not a lot of cheap camera work. So I, I will give it I will give this film a lot of love for that because a lot of these things will be like. We could see the switch of the camera to where they were trying to get the animal to do something, but they just edited poorly. They got this animal, these animals to do stuff, and it's really fun. Um, oh my gosh. <laughs> there, there's other stuff too. Um, they use fake cats during like the action scenes. There's a lot of, there's an action scene that involves a plane that Jake levitates that's not really running, and... You could you could see I didn't see, but they they show pictures of it in like our story I read. If you didn't know, there's a website called CinemaCats.com. I'm getting a lot of my information from CinemaCats.com because this is a thing. We have a long article about Jake the Cat in this movie, um, but apparently this this angered the director quite a bit to to, to where they look so crappy. So for them to to show up on screen, it, 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 you know. He, um, this guy has directed, you know, tigers, raccoons, dachshunds, and horses in previous Disney movies. He would get so angry, he would throw these things against the wall because they look so crappy. So this, this guy is a very, uh, a very, um, look for the word. I can't use words today, people. He's very dedicated to his work. There you go. And, uh, quite, quite amazing. I, I, I loved it. Um, again, the, the, in, there's not a whole lot I'll mention right now. Uh, Sorrel Burke, sorry, Sorrel Book uh, shows up in the end of this. Uh, you may know him as Boss Hog. They say this is his final live-action film appearance. I don't think so, because I've seen... Um, what's that film called with the killer kids? It's called People Toys, is our title for it. Uh, Devil Times 5. He shows up in that after this, so... That's wrong, IMDb. Just throwing it out there. Um, last film Norman Torkarver directed... Uh, Died in 1979, a year later. Very, very sad. Um, second film uh, featuring a cat uh, with Roddy McDowell. That was a Disney film. He was in That Darn Cat from 1965. Ooh, man. 
Uh, fun fact also as well, two cast members from this film, including Colonel Potter, were also in MASH. Uh, so, so that's a, like, a, like a nice reunion. Uh, him and McLean Stevenson, the guy who played Link, were both on MASH. So I wasn't really big on MASH. That was my dad's thing. It's a... Uh, <laughs> Ronnie Shell, who provided the voice of the, the title feline, was also given a small part as an army sergeant. In post-production, it was decided that his voice was too easily recognizable, so the on-screen role was redubbed by another unidentified and anonymous actor. I'm not sure if that was the cat or, or the army official, but I don't think this army official had too much time on screen, so I think if he altered his voice slightly, it, it seems like a real, real bullshit right there. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... If you want to have a good time with a movie, like I said, it's an hour and 44 minutes, so you might you might decide against it because it's not like 80, 89 minutes or like 70 minutes or whatever you whatever floats your boat. This is a favorite of Suzanne's. I'll say this now. She, she said she got a Disney Plus um, subscription. This is one of the first things that she watched. And I can see why. This is, this is a nice, quirky 70s movie and... Does a lot of stuff with the cat's powers, and I will say that that they use the cat's powers. They, they you you know what they are, and um, <clears throat> they're used very well. And um, it's very funny. It's very funny. And the cat the cat playing off of Ken Berry is is great. They're um, one of the greatest on screen duos of 1978. People, and I love I love me some Ken Berry. But I, I won't I won't go too far into this. But like I said, this this is the countdown to fleas and flicks. And I hope you guys could all be there. When I say you guys could all be there, I mean this is an international thing. If you go to the event page, you go look for the 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 options, the items, the lots, if you will. Some of them are more than one item. Um, I have a trading card and a signed and a picture signed by one person with both of their their names as a wrestler thing. And um, it's it's like you you comment in, in the comment section with your, what your bid is. It doesn't matter if you live in Australia, or England, or freaking Montana. It, it doesn't matter where you live. As long as you want to pay for the shipping, I'll ship it to you. You're very you're very open for bidding. So not a live auction, but it is live from Saturday noon Central. That's my time. That is 6 p.m. Um, uh, UK time. Tomorrow in Australia sometime. You'll get it, though. Noon Central is when it starts on Saturday, and it goes all the way to 8 p.m. Central on Sunday. Fleas and Flicks Charity Auction. Tell somebody, tell a friend. Lots of great items that were donated. Oh, my gosh. There's there's some tonnage on there, guys. And uh, This is where I'll leave you. I'll be back with another one of these tomorrow where we discuss a, a, a classic that me and my mother watch constantly. We, we rented it from the library on, on the reg. Uh, Old Yeller from 1957. And, and a sequel, you get a double dose, double dose uh, sequel I didn't know existed. Uh, and is not on Disney Plus from 1963 called Savage Sam, which is kind of racist in parts, and we'll talk about that, you know, because... Uh, the, the, Savage Sam and some of the subject matter is, uh, maybe they should call the film something else, is all I'm saying. But, um, that'll be up next on the countdown to the Fleas and Flicks charity auction. Look for a, uh, brand new Last Call Torchies on Wednesday, and hopefully by Friday you will see a brand new Cinnamon Beef. No promises, but we'll see. We're supposed to record on Wednesday. But, um, thank you again. Thank you always for your support. Me and the animals love you. 
Bye-bye now.